Welcome everyone to the TZR Podcast, episode 50. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Hi! I don't, have <laughs> I don't have anything. And I'm joined by Mike Potts. Wub-lub-dub-dub. So, guys, we wanted to do something special for episode 50, so we figured, you know, why not make a live podcast? Why not get this onto YouTube, you know, bring everybody in? And the topic that I want to talk about is kind of who we are. You know what I mean? We've we've been doing this for a couple of years now. We've I'm just a guy in front of two other guys <laughs> doing a podcast. No, but I mean, like, you know, TZR has been around for a couple of years now. We've expanded the YouTube channel in a serious way. Content's flowing on the site, you know, and, and we've reached our 50th episode on the podcast, which is awesome. Um <laughs> And I think that this would be a good platform. I mean, we we three are like part of the original original team, you know, OG TZR. So I kind of want to just chat about is that. What OG stands for? Original gangster. Oh, that for. gangsters. <laughs> yes, I get that. Um, that's a good thing. So yeah, I just sort of want to talk about, uh, you know, who we are, and then get to news and talk yeah, about wait, games. Wait, so we started this what? Like, and I think we've had other podcasts that kind of like drew into this topic before, sort of kind of like when we started, which was. What, 2011? 2011. When we originally thought about doing this for real? This when you started just, a long you, time yeah. ago, right? So, okay, so Inception of TZR was, you know, was me just like being a, a college kid saying, I want to write about video games and all this stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so I made a, a live journal specifically. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Live journal. Like yes. I, I had a Tumblr. I did not have a live journal. <laughs> yeah. So I, I made this live journal. Um, <laughs> Do you remember Angel Fire <laughs> and like, yeah. and like oh, no. with Zanga? Yeah. yeah, man. And Zanga. GeoCities. I had a Zanga. I, I had a Zanga, then a MySpace, then a Facebook. Those are confusing times. Yeah. <laughs> Those are confusing times. So I made this this live journal and uh, just posted up some reviews and stuff. And eventually I was like, I'm going to try to turn this into something. So I started sending out links and stuff to all these different like media people. And then eventually I got uh, some callback from some girl named Ashley. I can't remember her last name. But she essentially gave me my first like tickets to go to E3, which was like so awesome. I remember so, our school, Ryder University, Ryder. wrote you an article about it. it was like, yeah. And they called it like the, the, the prestigious. Coveted like, yeah, LA the coveted. trip. <laughs> and you're wearing a coat inside. Yeah, and I was wearing a coat inside. <laughs> Please nobody Google oh that. Oh my it God. Is, it's it is, very easy to find. It's, it it's might super, be. super easy to find. Oh my I gosh. You posted it the other day and you were like, oh, look at me. I'm such a jackass wearing a coat oh inside. Like, what is this picture? Dude, I thought it was cool. It was also, I was really fat back then too, so it was, it was bad Coats news. are a fat person's greatest asset i know it's like it's like your little your own little igloo you <laughs> yes. know no one can tell what your body shape is. and now you Speaking went from experience so for everybody watching this we're actually all from the same college Ryder university which is actually just like what an hour away from here yeah we're just half, half hour, half hour yeah. I, I live like two minutes next yeah. yeah and you were what like two years younger than us or a year younger than one, yeah you're just you one had year classes with we're 2010 Joanna. yeah no yeah. i definitely did um well, so, Justin and I met freshman year. We had this, like, game called uh, <clears throat> Assassins. Have you ever played? That you know wasn't when we met, though. But... I mean, we kind of met during that. Like, beforehand, we each of us had, like, our own hallway, like, and floor, right? And so the, all those people, all those friends would, like, clump together and become, like, cliques, sort of, kind of. And then we would have, like, ambassadors that would go down to other floors. <laughs> so he was on the first floor, and I was on the third floor. And you were in the C wing, and I was on the B wing, right? Yeah. C1, B third. And uh, so eventually, somehow we met, and then I found out that he liked video games, and so did his roommate Bowden. 
And they were like, oh, let's play Smash. And I was like, all right, let's fucking play Smash. Yeah. And that's how, like, that's actually, when I realized I was bad at Smash. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point at which, during college, such, oh, super lame. I had a copy of Melee and a controller in my bag pretty much at all times. Oh just in case I found somebody with a GameCube. Did a GameCube who didn't have no, Melee? No, who, who did Well, if they didn't. But then they said that they played Melee. And I was like, let's play. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, that's how that happened. Anyway, yeah. so, so wait, that was freshman year. That, that was freshman year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was my sophomore year. That was the fir- yeah. yeah. That was the or two thousand nine was the very first E three I ever went to. Oh oh. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, but you started I'm sitting in my friend's dorm playing Soul Calibur two every day. Oh god, Soul Calibur two. <laughs> Soul Calibur two. Yo, GameCube. You didn't play as Keelik, did you? Uh, no, I played as Nightmare okay, and uh, Nightmare. Yeah. Why not yeah. Link or Siegfried, whichever he was dude, in? Dude, Link two. was the cheapest. Soul Cal- uh, Soul Calibur on, on GameCube was kind yeah. of terrible, actually. I really no, didn't. no, I, I, I did not like that. Dude, I did not like that controller because it wasn't it. melee. That's exactly why. <laughs> um, That's exactly why. <laughs> So 2009 was the first year that I went to E3. Um, super awesome. I brought one of my other friends, um, and then eventually I kept going every year until my senior year when Chow was like, "You need to take me to this convention," and right, I'm like, so. "I don't know if I can make this happen." And you're like. Please take me to this convention. It had always been a very crisp and like vivid dream of mine to go to E3. Like I think that, I think most gamers our age right. that was like the mecca. When I you heard know? about and like I would look, open up my Game Informer and I'd be like, wow, look at all these show floor oh, things. This was, trade shows. Now were they this? they weren't streaming stuff at this point. I, th- I think tech TV was a thing, oh and you G4 could like. G4 was a thing. Yeah, you could like, watch. Like, yeah, but all you the weren't going and watching like the Bethesda. No, 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 no. no, no. You're watching was, whatever coverage like, they provide. Are spoiled <laughs> nowadays. We didn't have <laughs> shit back in the day. Yeah. The only time I ever paid attention to an actual like live press event when that was happening was probably. Like th- like 2010 when we graduated, yeah. When I actually was like, oh shit, E3, that and they w- have like a streaming thing that you could listen in on. That was like my vo- <laughs> With most two phones. <laughs> What's funny is 2010. I distinctly remember like <laughs> like waiting so patiently to to hear the PlayStation conference or something because I thought they were gonna announce Kingdom Hearts three. Oh. Yeah, what the fuck was I yeah. thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right after they seven announced Half Life three. No, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. So so what ended up happening was. Chow ended up coming with me, and we sort well, of... okay, wait, hold on. No, okay. It happened... It, it, so you went 2008, right? 2009. 2009. Was my first we didn't get to go until 2011. 11, yeah. Right, and that was after we graduated 2010, and then all of 2010 into 2011 was pretty much just being like, Justin, <laughs> get me to E3. What do I have to do? And he was like, uh, I don't... Uh. So yeah. you just uh, put your stuff here, send out this application or whatever, and then you hand them 600 bucks. I was like, 600? Okay, yeah. <laughs> just take my money. <laughs> no problem. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And by the time we went there, and we went there with two other friends of ours, and there was a point where we were literally, and it's like still very vivid in my imagination, yeah, my, my, a lot, my memories, where we're sitting in a balcony and we're just like, we need to do this, yeah. like for real. Like this needs to be a thing. And then we were like, Haha, yeah, totally. And then... It like processed a little bit more over the couple of like few days, and then when we finally got home, and I think it was my father who was actually driving us back to my place where your car was. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it like, no, 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 let's like, let's like actually try to do this. Yeah. <laughs> let's like really try to do this. Yeah. That was a good times. So <laughs> it was at that point that we're like, okay, let's let's lock down a legitimate website and like flesh out the idea of what TZR is. You know what I mean? I because remember coming to your place with like notebooks and like pens and papers, and it's like, let's draw. Yeah, and, and this is what let's, I think is like... make Venn diagrams, <laughs> And this is sort of what I think is the the most important takeaway from this, where it's like, you know, there, there's 
a hundred other gaming sites out there. You know what I mean? Like, Potts actually worked at a different gaming site before he and I met. Um, so there's like... Kotaku? No. No, <laughs> oh, no okay. A now defunct gaming website. Yeah. Called Pixels or Death. But Don't uh, Google it, you won't find anything. Is but, it really, is it really, like... It's gone. Yeah. Wow. Like, they, uh, they clearly are not paying they the, were, uh, the um, editors. No, they're not, they're <laughs> not the website anymore. Yeah, yeah, the website okay. doesn't exist. Uh, we still have a thriving Facebook community. I still get... Well, they got eaten by a bigger company, right? I have no idea. Well, I, I removed myself from that situation. Yeah. But the, the, the point is that like there's, there's a million different gaming websites out there, and all of them are trying to get a piece of this action, you know what I mean? Because, like... Like I was saying before, like the goal for so many people was to get involved in this industry. So me and Justin sat down and we're like, how can we truly differentiate ourselves? You know what I mean? How can we create something that can't be found somewhere else right now? You know what I mean? Like a different perspective on games that would actually provide some real value. You I know? actually think, okay, so partially it was that holistic and kind of like altruistic, I suppose, right? It was definitely like 50% that, but then the other 50% was like, I really want to do video games for my life. What do I do? Let's just insert ourselves and hopefully people will like us. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it's become. That's sort of what it was before. We go to trade shows. When we go to trade shows. We just like see groups of people of the industry and we're just like, hey guys, what's going on? They're like, who are you? It was like, oh, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It. I yeah. mean, it's, it's great. You want me to buy you a drink? Let me, yeah. let me, let me buy you a drink. Yeah. But, which, I mean, that's... I mean, that's, we've gotten some fantastic like, contacts and friends. I, mean, I like was just going to say, we've made a lot of friends in the industry. It's and, like the party at PAX this year, when it was just like, wait, who are you guys? No, you can't come in. And you were just like, no, we can. We yeah. can totally And they were oh, like, yeah. oh, my mistake, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, inside. all right. It's, like, okay. it's so funny, yeah. because whenever any of those situations happen where it's like, you're blocked by, <laughs> you're blocked by like a guard, right? At a party entrance or whatever. I always think, all right, I put in five points to charisma. This should work, maybe. Yeah. Let's just I got the choose silver my options. Perk. Yeah, exactly. It's like Skyrim. Like you just gotta. I feel like we'll pick that luck. In or? that situation, you rolled for charisma like twenty-five times in a row until you just oh, yeah. that, yeah. D, that D, the twenty until like, it, and it was just like yeah. okay, it finally worked. Yeah, it was nice that uh, you know the person who was before the door, like the gatekeeper. What do you call? The, the bouncer. Sh- thank no, it wasn't but the bouncer. She was, like, she she was, was not like a bouncer. She was a tiny girl with like she, the list. Uh, exactly. The, the bouncer was higher up. No, she, yeah. he was like a. <laughs> He's a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what you call that person. The um, um, usher, the list girl, the host. The host is better host than sounds, list girl. Well, list girl list sounds girl. really bad. We'll go with host. List guy. Um, no, but it was it was lucky that she was like super cold and she was not having a good time. And uh, you know, in that case, you just gotta be like, I don't know, just you know, nice. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? Here's a bunch of tickets, which, by the way, we got into the bar, and uh, they ended up just being like, why do you have so many tickets? <laughs> oh, and they yeah, ended up just taking all my tickets back, <laughs> yeah. but I was trying to give them away at the bar. It was uh, worth it. It was we worth a, it. We had a great time. It was good. Yeah. yeah. saw our friend Liz there. Yeah. Saved her from somebody. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to Liz. Yeah, so, so anyway, <laughs> we? we were, the inception of the idea, like how, like what TZR does, why we're different. You were talking about inserting yourself into situations where you didn't Ah, that's where that came in. Yeah. Um... Come like a pastime of mine. <laughs> so essentially, like the the perspective that we wanted to come to was, you know, l- let's not try to be anything that we're not. Let's try to like, you know, just come off as genuine as possible. And I think that genuineness is sort of what our what our brand is. You know what I mean? It's about just you know providing real gamers' perspective on games. You know what I mean? Talking about experiences rather than you know kind of 
talking down to readers or right. whatever. You I know mean, what I mean? it kind of came to the that same like um, that tone, I guess you could say, as just like we say this all the freaking time, <laughs> uh, which is just talking to like friends. Like you figure you're talking to a bunch of people that you know like video games, and you're all friendly, and you're like, what game should I buy next? Conversation is fluid. It's easy, you know, and yeah. it's fun and it's enti- like engaging, not enticing, engaging. Yeah, and we're like. Well, I like talking to these guys. Maybe other people would like to talk to us, too, you know? No, totally. That's where it kind of comes from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many times have you just been around with your friends and you would get a, uh, you know, they would be telling you about this awesome time that they're having with their game and, you know, it would kind of inspire you to be like, oh, man, I should check that out. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you, you kind of so have So many this, times, actually. Yeah. And it's like you have this level of credibility with your friends that's sort of more valuable. So it's almost like the bias that they have is useful in, you know, in discerning whether or not it's a game that you're going to like. You like, know what I mean? I would have never played Persona 4 had Justin not literally given me the game and said, <laughs> you need to play this immediately. Yeah. And now that's the only game I ever had on the PS Vita. See, there it is, man. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I think we kind of take that that ideology of just, you know, what experience you're having with the game, and we sort of, you know, molded that into the way we write our content. So instead of just talking about news, we also, you know, provide our opinion on that news. And in our reviews, it's more more inherently tied to that individual experience you had with yeah. it. Like, you... You know, I mean, so the reason, like, our entire, like, what, our guidelines for for content is if this topic interests me and it's, you know, newsworthy, I'll write about it because Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, that actually stemmed from the idea of, like, what we do on Google Hangouts. So we have, like, a Google Hangout chat, right? And before, like, TZR was even a thing, I would be sending things to Skirbo. Skirbo would be sending stuff to me. Shock would be sending stuff to me. And they would be sending things to me because, one, it was interesting too. They knew me and I knew them and everything that they would send me would be interesting. Yeah. And I wanted to read that stuff. If I go to like, I don't know, IGN or Kotaku or any of the news sites, it's just a bum rush of, of <laughs> content that doesn't necessarily appeal to me. And then I have to scroll. Blast. Right, yeah, exactly. No, totally. Of everything that's going on in the industry, which is good in some senses, but like at the same time, it's like filter through the, the white noise. I just want to know what's going on with like, you know, the games I care about that I don't even know I care about yet. Exactly. Know? How do you know that? Well, you got to find people who know you, you know, and yeah. they can provide you that kind of like uh, that inside, thread, you, you know? know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that we try to, you know, provide a bunch of different personalities through the site that, you know, people can attach themselves to. Like you, you talk about someone like... <laughs> Be careful with it's it. Like really, this is all very precariously put yeah, together, no, so like, it's a little super, dangerous. There's right. a good chance um, these will fall before yeah. the end of this podcast. But it's like we have someone uh, on like Frank, right? Now Frank is our token PC gamer. Like we all play PC games, but he is like definition PC master race kind of PC gamer. <laughs> Neckbeard? No, I'm just no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh. Like, and he provides a particular perspective on games that, like, I would have never known about otherwise. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, Potts is like our old man gamer who's always a little bit late to the game, but still having a good time. I'm late to the game. I hate everything. I like DOS. Yeah. <laughs> I like I mean, Commander Keen. Commander yeah. Keen is Yo, it is, shit. it is really. I, I will back you up there. That was, like, well, the first game I actually that, ever had. That I love that Bethesda in there in their their thing at E3 had that little shout-out to Commander Keen when they were teasing the new... Um, you know that it's is it is it weird? But I think okay. So for the past like decade and a half, I don't think I've uttered like muttered the words commander or keen together. <laughs> and then suddenly this brought up like in the beginning of this year, and yeah. it's so weird that this happens. And then suddenly like there, I've seen like command yeah, it's every fucking where I yeah. see commander keen like pop figures. It's and in shit. the it's oh, totally. in the uh, the the, the little mini thing. Yeah. thing. Well, yeah. me and Alex where really did this like happen? it. Also, it's bullshit because 
it was a six game series, but they never made the sixth game. And then the guy that owns it like tried to kickstart like a spiritual successor, and it uh, failed. Uh, and then like, I bet you. Well, I mean, Bethesda still owns that property, so like I, I bet you at some point we're gonna see something. It's been like twenty years. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's been a know. long time. I feel like it's it's bad going. Let's not make it like Hollywood, you know, where it's like yeah. just reboots. Yeah, yeah. Reboots all the time. I don't That's know. I've, series, I've seen though. crazier things happen. I mean, they brought Prey back in a totally different way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they make Commander Keen a third I mean, they're bringing game? back Final Fantasy yeah. VII, and that's probably the only game that I've actually ever experienced this level of hype for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, do you remember that? Dude, do you we, remember we, that you PlayStation experience where everyone in the room was oh, okay. literally crying, what, and then Pots was like, like, what is happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I don't okay. think I've ever been so excited in my life about anything You guys all jumped like nine of you jumped into the air and we're like oh. fucking oh my god and I'm sitting quietly on the couch like I don't fuck, I don't get it I don't get it <laughs> and then there's like a weird retrospective period where you're just like do I experience this level of hype for anything in my life yes <laughs> I remember that I, remember I was like that. I don't think I feel this way about anything at all <laughs> oh. in my life although I think when we were at the game store maybe the my day, I wedding think I realized old <laughs> sets Joanna. of magic cards make me as happy as old video games make you guys I mean okay there you go so, like fine. everybody's got their thing man yeah. can I I, don't, I didn't have a playstation you also ever are, you also are a token board game guy so I mean oh, yeah. that, that's Again, part of it board as well games also make actually me okay um, but like I didn't have a playstation so all the things that you guys played on playstation I have nothing like you, you never you played also, uh, Kingdom Hearts you also no. like are you serious it's a Final Fantasy Fantasy game on a PlayStation console. Of it, course, I haven't played it's not Final Fantasy. It's, it's not a Final it's Fantasy. Game. Game. It's you are, yeah, you it unreasonably is. dislike PlayStation as well. Like, no. like unreasonably dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I own a PS2. Uh, okay. I want your PS, whatever the current one is for. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was gonna say three, and I was like. No, no that's not, not right. right. The, that's not right. If you get him a 4 Pro, I'm sure he'll let you have the Well, he was supposed to buy one, and then I was going to buy that yeah, one. But yeah, then but then we all saw one, and nobody like, gives a yeah, shit about it. Pro sucks. And, no, the reason I hate PlayStation is because the controller's awful. Wait, whoa. Debatable. No. What? It's terrible. Why? That's Why a, would you say that? That's a comfortable it's a controller. No, it's a no, great it's controller. It's not ergonomic. It's I like it almost better than... It's D-pad is fucking terrible. All right, this is this is old wounds that have been put to bed like three, four, five years ago. Its sticks are fucking... Horizontal to one another? <laughs> Who plays like this? Well, this. <laughs> you play I, like this. I have. It's pretty comfortable. I've had no problems with. Well, you either know, of no, those. No, because we remember we came to the conclusion that it's because when no, you know it's weird. When Hold it was, on. The, the Nintendo controller where the buttons are where the right joystick are and then you you play <laughs> with like you know, that's yeah that's bizarre yeah, no, that's but very the, weird the, the, the consensus that we came to the last time we got in this argument was that it's because at that point when I was deciding between PlayStation and Xbox I was playing exclusively first-person shooters, which feel horrible on a PlayStation controller. They feel less great. Feel, <laughs> I don't think they, they feel, feel horrible. They feel not perfect whereas uh, an Xbox controller feels perfect. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not an Xbox fanboy. I personally think the Xbox One is like a big pile of garbage. It's just the thing <laughs> I, that I not, have. I've I, so, not turned so that on in... Dude, Quite wait, honestly, I have his controller because he was like, just yeah. like, I don't use this like, anymore. Like, I, I had two controllers, and I was like, wait, I'm never playing multiplayer on this, so, so here you uh, go. Speaking of controllers, one of the things I was thinking of doing, customized... I mean, nobody plays Xbox One here, but I kind of... The know, TZR color I mean, ones? Can, yes. Yeah, dude. And then you give them away for the thing. Like, I would 
I mean, I'm going to buy one for myself. And it's yeah. going to be TCR. Cars. They're unreasonably expensive, though. I mean, I, I mean, they are unreasonably. But it's what, like eighty dollars for one of them? It's eighty dollars, but is it unreasonable I mean, if I'm willing to spend that money? Oh, well, no. <laughs> a regular, a regular <laughs> controller really is already unreasonably things. expensive when you factor in like buying the controller like buy and then things, everybody's going to buy a charge cable and a charge pack because nobody's using fucking batteries. Well, see, I've anymore. almost never paid more than like forty dollars for a controller. But like that plus the charge thing, that's like another twenty no. twenty five dollars. Well, Xbox is the only stupid one that still has fucking batteries yeah, that you put stupid. in it. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you say that. I don't actually have the rechargeable batteries, so I. Oh. It's just it's it's it feels. I mean, e- I, like I, I just I, have a pack of batteries. Yeah. For my Xbox One but, but You know what? Yeah. It's like and 1993 called, and they want their Game Boy. Oh, wow, got them. Typically, <laughs> typically, it's not terrible, but the when the one day comes when you run out of batteries out of that pack, you're like. Yeah, no. Fuck, now I gotta happened. drive somewhere. But, you like, know, it sucks <laughs> also when you can't put in batteries, for instance, like the PlayStation 4 controllers, when they're dead and I want to play something and I have people over and then yeah, we that's have to. pretty much good And game, then the like, only, like, like cord that works is the one that's, like, only four or five feet or whatever. So you're, like, <laughs> sitting next to the. on the floor, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, versus it's, the it's Xbox not controller, optimal. which has the option to just jam in those batteries. Very you know true. Very true. Options. Options true, are very true, important. True. So, so we, it's all about we, we left off about? in 2011. Yes. So we'll basically... <laughs> are we going all the way back to the original? Well, no. We were just talking about how like we have all these different personalities, which I think we tried to exemplify in all of our stuff. Um, and I mean, so it's sort of like creating this atmosphere of content. This is back to like TZR branding. It's, it's creating this atmosphere of content that's very personalized mm-hmm. to the writers, getting people to, to come on with that sort of stuff. And then sort of Chow's perspective on this and god bless our uh uh designer uh mecca who's amazing but like then serving that content up in like the most attractive easy way and that's all you i mean do you want to speak about just sort of like the ux and like yeah the whole like thought process behind it because like you know again we look at sites like ign and, and i'm not hating on ign i like ign but like Site's a little cluttered. It's a little, well, so that's a little okay. hard to get around that. You know what I mean? So, so we wanted to give something different. You know, well, Mecca and I came from like that whole like digital advertising and marketing like business, I guess you would say, right? And so from that, all the teaching that we got there was if you're trying to portray a message, it's got to be simple, it's got to be clean, it's got to be easy and digestible. And we we're like, that makes sense. Why aren't video games sites like that today? Yeah. You look at like the the I would say the premier prettiest you know website now right now is maybe Polygon. I would probably and, agree with that. More so just because I think they've got a lock down on their whole like monochromatic coloring oh, yeah. and all this sort of stuff. Their like, style it's, guide it's is probably super sexy. Yeah. Um, but overall, like there's a lot of things to be learned from Polygon, but there's a lot of things that they could probably be doing better. But, you know? but see, so here's the thing. And I mean, this is just, this is my personal thing, but it's like when I go on a site, again, I'm not trying to hate on any other sites, but it's like when I go on something like Polygon, like I'm pretty lost like right at the start mm-hmm. because you've got all these different things on the top thing. Way too much and then you happening. go down, and then there's just a million different options. But see, like some some might say that that's not a bad thing. You know, more options is you know more time on a website. Well, totally. But, you know what I mean? But, I'm yeah. just you saying have for too me too personally, many points of entry. Then it's hard to decide what point of entry right. to engage with. Well, yeah. so here's where the zero view, the strategy behind like the design comes in. Right? We wanted everything to be easy and simple and digestible. Right? So everything that we have is strictly categorized into very few categories. Right? You look at like Polygon and IGN, they have tons of stuff you try to 
it took us a while trying to find a Destiny review because they had like, oh, you go to the Destiny and there's like the Destiny homepage, then it goes to like the news pages and then there's like the reviews, but wait, there's not just one review, there's a bunch of different reviews, could be iterations, could be different could like be DLCs. user reviews or yeah, whatever. and it could be it's, user reviews. But they maybe. also do reviews for every individual system that is Yeah, so, so That's when, Polygon, and, yeah. And this is the, like, so Chow and I had so, this experience where I was like, let's just find this review. And we're jerking around for like, Five minutes. Jerking around. It's like trying to <laughs> trying to find this review and just like not coming up short. Right. So I mean, so overall, right now the website as it, as it is right now is very you know it's minimalist, right? But at the same time, for what we needed, it's just strictly bare bones media outlet. For future purposes, we have all of those little venues right now. They're like you think of them as like bridges under construction, because mm-hmm. a lot of those bridges are just being started yet they're not linking to anywhere else yet. Right, so a lot of the things that we have are just like here's like the theme park of TZR, and there's so much more that we're going to be building in. But right now, this is all that's access to that, like our users, and then totally. later on, that theme park will be available. But uh, the way that we built it was again, everything's just simple and easy to understand. Even our review process, right, just goes introduction, the good, the bad, and the takeaway, and that's strictly built out so that you have the ability to not just read that review, but you're like, okay, so. Now I see that it's not like the good and the bad mixed in with each other. It's just like, this is what this writer liked about it. This yeah. is what this writer didn't like about this. And this is what this writer thinks, you know, of the overall experience. Was it enjoyable or was it not enjoyable? Yeah. And then the best part later on, future purposes, is that you can compare writers to writers. Like, we're, we've come to the point where we understand that, you know, video game reviews, it's impossible to write a single review for every gamer ever, mm-hmm. right? Because there are gamers that like, Things like Kingdom Under Fire, or whatever the fuck oh, that's God. called, right? Yeah. Or like Superman 64, where there's other people who don't like that. Who so, you, sure. right. so it all comes down to the writer, right? So what our game, or what our website is trying to do, or what we're going to be doing, is positioning it in a way so that you, as the reader, can then kind of understand just the writer behind the review, like not their just the perspective. Review, yeah, right? exactly. It's about the writer. It's not really about the review. Yeah, and and yeah, and I think that like just to speak on the reviews part, like and I know you mentioned sort of the structure, but the the purpose behind that is really just to kind of kind of drill down to exactly what is benefiting and what's taking away from the experience, right? Yeah. Like one of the very early conversations that you and I had when we started the website is. Um, how I hate going into GameStop, right? Yeah, you I, really don't like GameStop. I, I, like, I don't really have a problem with GameStop. I hate going into GameStop <laughs> specifically because when I walk through those doors, I feel like I'm immediately being talked down to. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, hey, have you heard of this game called Gears of War? And I'm just like, bro, leave me alone. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's impossible it's, to be in a GameStop and not immediately be assaulted by every person. And, and just there. feel well, patronized. Okay, wait, like, hold on a second, the, the though. Key... Isn't that just, you know, staple good customer service? No, I would say because it's... Because there's a difference between being helpful and trying to upsell me. Yeah, it my perspective okay. Yeah, no, that's that makes sense. My perspective is that you do, are much there's like a that way too. to start a genuine conversation with someone without coming off as patronizing. Mm. And 99% of the time when I go into something like a GameStop it comes off as patronizing because they're talking to me like I don't know anything about games. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? And to me that's like sort of annoying. So when we were talking about the review process and how we can, you know, how we can talk to people like if you're going out of your way to find reviews for games, you know at least something about games. Like I'm like that's just actually it, it's an obvious point of view. You know what yeah. I mean? So the way that, you know, the way that we look at the reviews breaking down with just the good and the bad and stuff, you know, 
if there's a huge title that's coming out, like a new Assassin's Creed, you already have a pretty good idea of what an Assassin's Creed game is going to look like. Probably. But, <laughs> probably. But it's like you want to know sort of the specifics, like the the meat and potatoes of why this game is good or bad. You know what I mean? So that's by good way of putting it actually, yeah, yeah. So by focusing in on these different, by just the good pieces, like what I'm enjoying about this game, what I'm not enjoying about this game, you know, it it's a much it's a much easier way to digest a review rather than just going through a brick of text that, you know, eventually gets to the point. Yeah, it's um, funny. Because of that whole GameStop, uh, it's really funny. If you look at the website and, like, there's little creative cues here and there that you would be able to, like, see and then you could tie back to specific, like, either gripes about other websites or experiences that we've had with other, you know, stores. Um, that idea of being talked down to or like being like felt like like i don't know anything about video games the reason why on our review page when we sort for our uh like consoles Mm -hmm. we do it by controller is because the controllers are so subtly different but if you know video games you can see an outline of a playstation 4 versus a playstation 3 controller and be like i know the difference and immediately exactly so the reason why we create we went in that direction for that just for that stupid accordion thing. Yeah. It was just because we were like, oh, well, Skirbo didn't like this. Mecca, what do you think about maybe doing this? It's like so subtle, but like, would it be? And she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, she was like, well, I mean, as gamers, like, people could tell. Yeah. I think this is a great idea. And we're yeah. Like, Let's and see, fucking do it. <laughs> and see, that's the point. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all, it's it's about appealing to the market that we know are, are gamers. You know what I mean? We're not trying to convert anybody over I mean, to it. We want to appeal to the people you feel that. like you're reading about video games. You're either a parent searching for something for Christmas or Hanukkah uh, for their kid, or yeah. you're actually genuinely interested about video games and probably already knew something about video games. You totally. Know? Yeah. And then, like, the last part of the review is for kind of like the. for everyone, right? Because, like, I mean, even before, like, I would. I'm guilty of this, like, going into a review. And like maybe not reading the whole thing and just finding my way to the bottom to maybe. you know the, the <laughs> I mean, to find the score and stuff. Read the intro and the outro. But that's, that's sort of why we conclusion. have the uh, the badge rank, you know, and then the like the qualifying statement, like just one sentence of if you could wrap up your whole thought about this game, like your your one line recommendation. Like I go and talk to my friend and say, hey, what do you think about blank? That one sentence that they give back to me is going to be the most valuable, you know, yeah. piece of information that they could tell me about the game. And and that's sort of what we wanted to isolate in our in our ranking. You conversation. know, conversation. I mean? Like it wants to be. It has to be conversational. Totally. And and about your experience. You know what yeah. I mean. So that that was sort of like our whole ideology behind that. And I think you know that sort of digestible kind of like informative like speaking to gamers mentality is what carries over into some of our other content you know what i mean like our podcasts are typically about news and we're talking about what we're playing and stuff because Mm -hmm. it's just you know it's what we talk about but then you have stuff like you know long story short and checkpoint which are two kind of marquee um youtube series now and i think those also speak to gamers in a pretty particular way like I'm actually kind of interested. Like, so you used to write for uh, Pixel to Death, right? Yep. Like, where's I've honestly like, well, I mean, Justin's been kind of like with the industry for like a while, or he's been wanting, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know I only came in come 2011, but like the whole thing about like writing and like process, I guess, like. Justin and I are just kind of like making it up. <laughs> Is this anything close to like what Pixels or Death was like? We're doing or. I mean, it was the same. Wise. It was the same general idea. I think we experienced the same problems that we experienced back then. Um, I think Pixels or Death did some things better than we do them, and by that I mean one thing. And just because we had a really, 
randomly successful podcast, like mm. a strangely successful podcast with like a following on Twitter, and like it was pretty crazy. Well, you guys had like well over a hundred episodes, didn't you? We did. No, probably not. I mean, we did a. Ours were also like four hours long and cut into pieces, mm. and they weren't mm. just about video games. The first hour of it was video games, and then we did After Dark, which was about literally anything else. So we had kind of a broader base there. Um, but other than that, like, there was no like sense of. I, I don't want to throw shade at them because I, especially like the guy Adam who created it, like he's very much like you, like he he. He was just like, I had a notebook in college, and I was writing down ideas for what my blog was going to be called, and like, <laughs> and it's like the same story. And like, he really tried, but everybody for that site was just so busy with other things yeah. that there was no like core. We're actually making this happen. It was more just like we're doing this because it's fun, and like, mm -hmm. let's you know, we'd like it to go somewhere, but like, you know, we're not really putting a lot of professional effort into that whereas tzr is much more of a like i don't want to say it's like a business because that makes us sound corporate and gross but yeah. like we organized we're, I think yeah committed. we're organized we're going about it in a much more uh responsible and like sensical way than just like throwing shit at the internet and seeing what works yeah i think i think there was a time where you know, Chow and I, like you were saying, you know, we had that conversation of like the, no, let's seriously do this kind of thing. Oh, um, yeah. There are no books. There are no books. Yeah. And, and I think it got to the point where we both sort of like committed to to making this happen. You know what I mean? Like, we have an awesome, amazing team of writers. We all have really great content and perspectives that we can share. I mean, you know, and it's just about angling that in the right way. And then, honestly, like the most validating, exciting part about it is now, you know, we're getting all these press passes to go to different events and stuff. And it totally was a game changer. You know what I mean? When you start getting into conventions and going to them frequently and, you know, having a core group of people, like we have a small gaming industry family that Yo, we get to see when we go to GDC and when we go to PAX times. and all this stuff. Favorite moments of any of my trade show experiences has been walking down like either with Justin or by myself down like a random hallway just like looking around at like a bunch of shit and then hearing down the halls just like hey Justin <laughs> it's like oh what's up he's like hey where's the other Justin where's the Justin's it's just yeah. like oh dude what <laughs> this, is, this and, is so awesome and I think that's that's totally what like drives the whole thing home because like we've created this small family like even amongst the writers that you know the core group of the team but then also like you know the, the this small family that we've got outside of this you know what i mean we're super tight with the guys at the escapist you yeah. know josh and liz and everybody like you guys are awesome um we've made friends at broken joysticks and all these other brands and developers and all this stuff so that when we see them like on a frequent basis it, it just kind of brings the whole experience home makes it feel real you know yeah. what i mean so just being a part of that and feeling welcomed by all these people uh, and other people like enjoying the brand has just made everything like so much more exciting I and remember, so much more real. You I know? remember going to uh, was it was it PAX East uh, 2012 I guess 2012 or 2000 I think 2012 and it was like we bought our bone passes and we went in and there was like always this like idea of like oh yeah you know there are pro I wonder if there's like like parties like <laughs> what happened afterward and then you're just like i don't know man i don't know and then suddenly we get press passes and they're like oh there's actually like this whole breadth of parties I, yeah, every like, day i was just gonna say then we're in san francisco balling all these <laughs> like, top parties like, like what 
Why don't you just, like, cut to 2016 where we go in for the press hour and fucking thrash Cliffy B at his own game. That's, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Like, I'm interviewing Cliffy B win. now, and then, like, we're going outside and we're meeting Philip DeFranco and, you know, Yo, the Game Grumps guys and stuff. We ran into bags. Yeah, cool. like, it's like, it's so cool. Like just, When you meet your heroes. And yeah, it's, like, it's just, like, bringing I know you, together, but I don't you think know? you know me. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, when you said how to Markiplier for the first time, you're just like... I was like, yeah, bro. No, basically all I said was... I was just like, Markiplier, what's up, man? How's it going? Long time. I oh, mean, wait, you don't know me. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we did to Josh Keeley, where it was like... Oh, Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley, fuck, fuck, my Yeah. Man. We were like... <laughs> his we brother, like, his brother. Yeah, his brother. Yeah, we ran into Josh Keeley. Uh, we ran into Jeff Keeley, and we were like, yo, man, what's up? And he's like... I don't remember who you are. Maybe Dude, that, that was the funniest thing because that was actually like the, the second or third time that I met Jeff Keighley and he was like, I hope I wasn't a jerk the first time I met you. And I was like, no, of course <laughs> not. You were oh just gosh. famous person talking to not famous person. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's just cool, like, you know, having all of that sort of come together and really, I mean, it's, like... it's grown. Like, 2014 was when... Like, 2013 is when we started the blog side of the website, right? We that, had, like, that was when, like, the Inception idea. Right, like, right. That's when podcast uh, so, episode numero uno. Wait, I was going to ask, like, I don't... Because I don't remember. How far along was it when I started? I, you, no, were, you were there. You were very early. Yeah, yeah. You were, like... Because the website... Right. So, Justin and I... Where we we did like planning and talking and a lot of talking, a lot of talking for about a year and a half, <laughs> yeah. and then it came to the point where we met this one guy named Manus who owned his own development business. Because shout out to Manus, shout out to Manus. Uh, his last name is really hard to pronounce. So <laughs> I'm not gonna. Manus, try. you are the man. Honestly, if there's any this, chance that you're watching yeah. this, the whole like the inspiration that you provided us that day was unreal. So yeah. thank you for that. It was really unreal, actually. <laughs> Let me tell you about the experience. So, more or less, it was He him. still shouts us out. He's liking us on yeah, Facebook and yeah, stuff. Yeah. He follows no, us. It's he awesome. talks to us once in a while. He talks to, you know. A true mentor. Good mentor, yeah. Um, he was the one that kind of like I met because I needed a developer to, well, we needed a developer to uh, develop the website, right? And uh, we had all these ideas and we drew up, you know, creative for it and everything. And we were like, okay, now we just need somebody who I won't, you know, destroy my bank account with, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> my boss, Ross Field, at the time for advertising, got me in contact with Manus. Manus talked to us on the side. Then we had dinner with him at uh, Mad for Chicken, some amazing Yo, Korean. That Korean place. place. Well, let, let's clarify this. He's like, let's go into Koreatown and we'll, you know, I'll meet you at this chicken place. And we're like, okay, so we go to this chicken place. And he was like, he's like, wait, are you at the right place? And we're like, we're at Bonchon, whatever. I can't remember what it was Bonchon. called. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, oh, you're across the street. Here, I'll come by. So then he gets <laughs> us, like, just to paint a picture real quick. He picks us up at this place and he's like, let me take you over to where we're going. And we go in this totally sketchy looking alley. Like, uh, <laughs> it was real yeah. sketchy. And he finds this, like, it was like a green door or something. And we walk upstairs and it's like we go from this sketchy alley to straight up, like, this nightclub where yeah. these girls come over to us and they're like, let me take your coat. I'll walk you to your table. And we're like, what the what? fuck just happened? Side like, note, where so are we? When I started living in New York City, you realize that nobody really pays that much money for the entrance part. But when you get in, that's where everything is. You yeah. Know? And it's such tight areas that you have to, like, Wheel your way into these weird like mouse holes. Totally. Um, but yeah. Are, anyway, so as you're uh, saying, the main story of that was we had an amazing dinner, and then it just turned out to be like, guys, just fucking do it. Just yep. make it. Stop talking about it. Just do it. Just make it. And we were like, 
all right, we just got to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then so we started doing that. And then from there, 2000, fast forward to 2014, after we've been like writing content and like trying out the whole podcast thing for like a year on and off sort yeah. of. And by that time, it was like once episodes. every three months. I was going to say, you, yeah. can, you can try to find those episodes. They exist somewhere. I want to listen to the first one again. Oh, the quality I remember, is so terrible. It's though. not that bad. The snowball wasn't that bad. We were around your, your, like your mom's My kitchen, kitchen table. table. So one of us was that? always like super quiet. Yeah. I remember it, th- those were the days when... Uh, Twitch plays Pokemon just started. And yeah. I remember talking about that, and Alex was hilarious on that one. I remember yeah. laughing like crazy. You guys were out. That. Um, we'll find those one day. Yeah, one day. But 2014, <laughs> fast forward, was when we went to PAX with a team of like five or six guys, walkie talkies in hand, $1,400 worth of shirts ready at the, at the side. Oh, right. That was we, the, we, we, we went all out because it, this was like the definitive test to be like, would people even well, like do, us? Do people care? That, yeah. Was like, that when you guys had a booth that was a trash can? So, <laughs> All right, so back up. No, no, we set up. up shop next to the trash True. can because we knew people would go to the trash can. Okay, people need smart. to throw away their shit. True story. That, um, me, story. me and Alex are standing there. We got our duffel bag on the floor next to this pillar with just t-shirts everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Adam uh, from Machinima, now from Funhouse. And oh, Adam... Uh, Kovic. Kovic. Yeah. Adam Kovic is standing next to me when he was working at the Machinima booth. He's now at, at uh, the No and all this yeah. stuff, Rooster Teeth. So he's standing at the Machinima booth, like right next to me. And I turned over to him and was like, oh, you're Adam Kovic. And he's like, oh, yeah. What's guy up? with the really long hair, right? Uh, no, 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 no. That's the other guy. Adam Kovic's the short hair. But um, so I go over and I talk to him and I'm just like, you're hey. talking what? about Brian Haywood. No. I'm talking about Adam Kovic. Um, all right, keep going. He was on Sega Me Daily. So. I was just like, hey, what's up? And he was like, oh, nothing much. You know, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, you know, we're just, uh, we're here marketing our company. You like our booth? <laughs> Pointed the trash can. He was like, pretty cool. <laughs> I was just like, thanks. Yeah. I was like, you want a t-shirt? And he's like, no, thanks. Oh, that guy. Yeah, okay. That yeah. guy. Adam Kovic. <clears throat> I'll put, we'll put a picture of him, right? Hey, man, you got to start somewhere. And I feel like when you're next to a trash can, you're the most humblest. You're at your I most was, humblest. I was going to say, that's how you know um, you're committed. And we stood most, there for hours. Most humble. Most I'm, humble. I'm an editor. I'm Excuse sorry. me. Most humble. Most humble. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, no. I mean, the campaign was smart. The execution was smart, minus the fact that we were using a map from the year prior, so uh, nobody could find us. And that was did, the problem. People, people did. did find us, and but people then people were looking for you, though. Yeah. And right? not only that, not only that, but the enforcers were even like, "So this is where you guys are because people are looking <laughs> because yeah. people." Are, and I thought. I thought because they're the going to come up and be like, people pay thousands of dollars no. to have oh, to have setups here, oh, and yeah, we're well, done. What you was... did is definitely not okay. Oh, definitely okay. not. Definitely con- not. It's so funny. I contacted. I sent out an email to Pax asking if doing something like this was okay, and then they s- very clearly said, if you do not have a booth, that's not okay. So. <laughs> I ended up picking up, like, duffel bags, and we just shoved a bunch of T-shirts into the duffel bags. When we got in, like, the security guard was, like, looking at the bags, and we were like, oh, we're here to give this to another booth. Don't worry, you know, whatever. And they were all like, all right, I mean, just (laughs) T-shirts. Like, all right. And then I was like, you want a T-shirt, man? He was like, "Uh, no, it's okay. Anyway, by the time we got down there, oh, man, the enforcers were even like, "So, so this is where you guys are, right? Like, you should be, like, people... Like you should have like a standard, like like flags or something. And I was like, oh okay. And it was like, okay. So I'm telling. He like called it in to all the other enforcers because other people were like going. We're to the looking for us. Asking, hey, so we got this thing. We got this giant postcard with a map, but nothing matches. Yeah. <laughs> nothing matches with what's actually here. 
And they ended up appointing them That's all hysterical that rather than being like, yo, you guys are breaking the fucking rules and fining you. They were like, no, they, we gotta help people get the t-shirts. you one, a lot one of, of these, money. Yeah. When one of the battle kilt wearing enforcers came over to like, I think it was like me and... I think it was I was with Jamal at the time. You were, yeah. It was me and Jamal, and this guy was coming over, and I was just like, "Oh, Jamal, this is look good. This yeah. is look good. Ready to run." And they're like, "Wait, so are you guys the ones that did?" And we we're like, at "Like, this is verbatim what I said." It was like, "Maybe." Who's asking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he was like, "No, no. I mean, we we can help you get the guests." I was like, "Oh, okay, thank God." That's, That's very awesome. bizarre. Like, I I work somewhat in big you do convention and things shit. yeah and and so does joanna and like i've been to conventions where we did have a booth and you will be fined like twenty five hundred dollars for not being at your booth no. let alone like fucking around find find like, like not you pay a thousand dollars to get your booth but then if you leave your booth unattended twenty five hundred dollar fine what boom what convention is this i'm not telling you what convention all right is. <laughs> I mean, that sounds terrible we should have not not the conventions yeah. that i work for but the con no i mean these are this is fucking medical conventions i'm talking about but like yeah. but i would see people leaving early the yeah. last day and i'm like oh shit shouldn't do yeah, that yeah they're gonna get messed up yeah gonna get hit. and i i remember the last one i went to i went to the bathroom and i was the only one working this convention and Sorry. i i, no, I said to the person next to me like hey man i'm leaving my computer here like i gotta i gotta go to the bathroom can you just like make sure nobody steals my computer and they're like yeah whatever like whatever so i left and as i come back the dude from the the the, the like the the enforcer basically is taking down stuff and i'm like i'm here i'm here and oh she's my like, god she's like oh oh that's good because i almost find you twelve hundred dollars wow. and i was like they're not cops yeah, what that's insane that's it's ridiculous the rules, man you gotta play by the rules i mean yeah. wow. i mean that pax was a great convention though so outside it ended of that as well. very nicely because eventually people started coming over and then at that point we were just like oh well you don't have a, well just take shirts but shirts. like here let's talk about it and we had these really cool like postcards with all of our information on it but the postcards on the front and the back actually looked like a Nintendo 64 box. And so, yeah, we, yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, well, in our office. But I throw it over <laughs> to like people, and we would ask them like, "Can you guess what box this is from?" I immediately like disrespected anybody who was like, "Uh, I don't know." Oh, like, Come like on, man. You're like, give me that back. Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to have a shirt. <laughs> but uh, no, there's a point at which we like we're giving out shirts. There was hordes of people around oh, us. Yeah. I mean, like obviously free because shirts, free man. shit, right? Yeah. But then these hordes of people, some of them would stay and talk to us and be like, "So wait, what's the like? Who, who, are, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Are you? Like, like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys here with a booth? Yeah. We talked to them about the idea, and they would like love it, want yes. our information, and then you know start following no, us. No, it, it, to it us. totally started picking up from there. It was awesome. We actually got some really good interviews then too. We met Sean Velasco from yeah. Shovel Knight before Shovel Knight was a thing. Uh, we did an interview with him. Yeah, yeah. These are and uh, that was Rami, Alex's first interview. He was very. <laughs> you can nervous. watch that interview and it, you can see the sweat drops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you if can't you actually you, see it. No, no. You don't, well, it's like it, anime. <laughs> like dig back into our YouTube history and you will find some, <laughs> Sorry, Alex. some funny, uh, some funny old that. videos. Don't do that. Um, Wait. Oh, like that the last live podcast we did where we're on the off couch the in your apartment. Off screen. Oh, off screen, off screen yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. do another one of those. those that was that was a cool topic, yeah. but they were it was a bitch to edit. That you was just really, say, really long. Sucks. Got to wear shoes, guys. Oh, I know, I know. I didn't have a beard. I looked weird as fuck in that video. You look very young. <laughs> Yeah. You look like a young Michael Potts. We're all like drinking, we're pounding beers and shit. Like it was yeah. weird. It was awkward. No, nah, I thought it was fun. I mean, 
once we get a more like set up studio and like things would be a little bit more comfortable and yeah. we have a little bit more organization, I'm sure it'll be good. Oh, right. for yeah. sure. It was fun. It was, organization, it's just, guys. It's painful to go back and watch it because it's like, Jesus, we've come so far from this. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to like reflect on those days, you know, because it does like in a weird way, like kind of teach you that shit progressing you know no, like definitely i totally press think passes, so sure like we got connections and Dude, we're getting networks we're getting emails up the freaking wazoo i can't even stop it anymore Dude, with like, like press releases and like it's codes. funny because it's like now like we've been seeing them come in enough now where i can immediately look at just like a headline and know yeah. like this email's bullshit yep. or, or something like I that delete, like 99 percent of them oh for sure so. yeah I also feel bad when, like, I get a legit good email, but it goes to, like, the Gmail promotions tab, and I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. whatever developer. I have to actively like, search for, like, all of the emails to make sure that they're all fine. Yeah. But, I, uh, I just pop into promotions once in a while to make sure that they're there, or, God forbid, the ones that go to spam. Yeah. And for, like, legit yeah. good games, and I'm like, man, these guys are totally I, missing out on so much press. because I just told it spam. to send, I just, since you can't change the names of tabs on Google for some reason, I just made the forums tab, which I never used for anything. I was just like, anything that comes to the TZR address goes into the forums tab. There yeah. you go. So that, mm. that's been handy. That's very good. That's been, that's been handy. I've got all of my uh, my things mixed. Yeah. So it's like, I'll, I'll be like emailing a dev and they'll like get my TZR email and then like I'll respond again and it'll be like my Gmail. And I'm like, I've, oh, done, no, that, I've done that a lot. I hate when that I happens. did that with it's, the person from Inkle and I was like, fuck, I can't keep track of what's going on yeah. anymore. Yeah, but I mean like in, in the story of like progression, right? From like 2000 and... Go, go on the Wayback Machine. Look at our old site. Oh God, I've... Actually, we we I actually will, we, I we one time... A version of our old wait, site. Hold on. Right we one time, we one time uh, accidentally re-updated our website our test environment to the old website oh, and i went into the test environment to check what the developers were doing and like so i can like test out the stuff that they did and then it came back to that i was like what is this, this is oh this is our old website you know like it honestly it wasn't that bad it, I mean, for what it was like it's a lot better now obviously yeah. but like it wasn't bad it was just it, it looked was like, like some some guy it who was just didn't a blog. pay yeah. a few couple grand made it was just to a, make it was just a blog. you know just made it himself it looked yeah. like a wordpress account yeah. It looked better than a WordPress account, but it still wasn't great. Yeah, like yeah, the new, well, it was like a professionally can you, designed can you, WordPress. All right, account. so what I was saying before in the story of progression, right? From 2014 to 2015, we had that meeting talking about like all the stuff that we've done and the numbers and stuff. We from 2015 to 2016 have like clearly destroyed even now, and we're only in an October. Mm -hmm. We're not even finished yet. Like Justin and I are starting to prep that like final, you know, year end like close up and like see what what happened, right? And I can't even remember. Like, I look at the old site, and I'm like, damn, that was ugly. <laughs> that site only came, that old site was only live since March, April this year. Yeah. yeah like, it wasn't very it, it hasn't very even long. been that long, but whenever I'm, I'm there saying. now, I'm just like, this is just what it was forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And That's I think weird. back to the old one, and like, we barely had, like, a filing system for, like, reviews or news tour. It was we horrible. We had two categories, which yeah. was you either were a review or, or you were just a blank text box where you can just write a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah, and it was pictures. all just like in there. Like yeah. it was and that's, it, that's why I asked like how far along was this when I started because it's like this has all happened so fast that it's like yeah, when you I'm glad you, was that like, makes me feel good that you said that it was fast cuz whenever I'm sitting behind the computer looking at my emails and just being like is it done? But it's like, to, to me, like, that old site, like you said, it feels like it was forever ago and it lasted for such a long time. But it's like, oh, my God, it's only been, like, three months or Right, like, yeah. So it's like, I have no concept of what was happening when I started. I was just <laughs> yeah. like... Just no concept. Like, here's your weekly pile of comics to read, blam, because that's how we met. Yeah. And then he was like, by the way, TZR is a thing that you should get involved with. And I was like, all right. And you're cool. like, okay, I'm going to write about, like, 
what was it? Was it, it was like the relationship one that you wrote about? Oh, I wrote about. Um, that was a good article, man. That was I a wrote great about one. why I didn't like video games anymore. Then I wrote about like how <laughs> it's hard. great article to start off. Yeah. Hot, you should write more about Joanna. Uh, I think. Then, yeah. Then really I wrote like about Joanna. how it's hard. <laughs> articles. It's hard to play video His games wife, when by you're the married. Way. You had like a three-part really series well. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then I did the whole thing about board games because I was like, I don't like video games, and Justin won't let me write about board games unless I also pretend to write about video games. But you're like, this is Forbidden Island, and it's sort of like Dark Souls yeah. because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's scary, was, though. It's a good series, though. If you try to go back to those articles now, I'm pretty sure the website doesn't like accept what they are, and it's just we need to go I'm back. Sure. It's just like, no. yeah, don't go back and to look for any of those articles. Yeah. Like We've cool. got plenty of new awesome. Yeah, content don't that you can check any out. Of the you know, ones. you still have to go back. Except my, my Star Wars series was pretty good. Your like Star Wars that. series was good. Like All of the Star Wars games, super broken. Yeah, you know it's funny because when I was getting into this originally, like Justin, when I first met him, going all the way back then, right, and I saw uh, I his blog, and a nerd. <laughs> what shit? No, just you, man. Fuck I'm you. just joking. You set yourself up, man. But uh, uh, no, when he showed me his blog, I was like, "This is pretty cool." You know, like I'm glad he's like, you know, following his dreams. I had never actually thought it about thought it. I had never actually thought to write about video games. Like I never like had that want or like need, I suppose. Yeah. Until I actually started doing it, I was like, "Wow, this is actually kind of awesome." Like by writing about it, do I understand it more? And not only that, do I like? Can I speak on behalf of like video games now in like a, a little bit more of an educated you yeah. know, sense? Yeah, and, and you and fuckers got to come into a thing that's well put together. You didn't have to do any of the bullshit I had. To what do you do. mean? Why anybody? I like, oh Jesus, the first place. Okay, so I did Pixels of Death, and that was like fine. And then I did something called Mishmash Magazine, which was a fucking train wreck. It was clearly run by like one girl. And she was just like, uh. Mishmash? Mishmash Magazine. Mishmash. And she was like, oh, oh yeah, I need somebody to write about video games or whatever, but I don't really care. So just like send me a, a story like when you write it. So I was like killing myself writing like three. Like. Between Pixels of Death and Mishmash, I was writing like three, four, five articles a day. I was unemployed at this I was, time. I was going to say, is unemployment the best thing yeah. for writing? And she was just like, all right, I'm not going to format any of these. And I'm just going to you know, throw it. And like dealing with her was nonsense. And then she just stopped responding to me at one point. So I was just like, well, I guess I'm done with this. Like, <laughs> so like, it's, it's... Did you go to school for journalism? I went to school for writing. Okay. But no, like not same. journalism. I mean, for Technically it. for like creative writing. Um, but it's just funny that... <gasps> Guys, something just happened. What happened? But, hang on. What happened? I think this is, we might... This is on camera, but I, people I, are watching. I understand this is what on camera. Happened? Nudes! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Be among the first to discover NX. Oh! PM? Today? Today? That's no, oh, wait. 10 a.m. Eastern. Tomorrow. No, that's today. 10 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, no, wait. 10 a.m. Eastern. Oh, wow. Tomorrow morning? That's... Yo, people are bugging the fuck out on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Can awesome. Can I just say that that image of... Oh, wow. It's going to be the uh, the image of... That, this is going to get memed <laughs> like a that mofo, is dude. creepy as fuck. What account posted that? The Nintendo, Nintendo of America oh, account. Okay. I've just got Adam Kovic all over my fucking phone now. Dude, this is... <laughs> This is a big deal, man. Oh, shit. Yo, if this happens tomorrow... Oh, my God. They called it, man. They fucking called it. We told... I wrote an article about this that said it was going to be this week that they were going to talk about it. This... 
Wow, oh, that yeah, is yeah. a fucking creepy image. Yeah, yeah, no, that's super creepy. Just for everybody who's watching, I, I will post a picture right here. Um, it's a picture of Mario looking behind a sheet. <laughs> it's really it weird. It doesn't look he's good. Like, and, it's, he, and it's a costume, guys. It's not even like bro. A, oh my god, it's like a guy in a giant plastic Mario. Head. Hang on, let, let's let's the let's, eyes look lifeless. Let's dissect these words a little bit. Be the first to discover NX. Watch the preview trailer. Wait, that's not what it says. It says, be, oh, be among the first to discover NX. To Watch discover. the preview trailer at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. What's funny about this, huh. it, there's a couple of things that I can glean from this. Number one, they called it NX. So I think the actual name is NX. That might not be a code name. Yeah. Or maybe they're just feeding into the code name thinking they're going to no, get no, us no, a I real mean, name. I feel like they could, they could just be feeding into why, the code Why would they hashtag NX? They're, anyway. Because, they're because they're everybody NX. knows it's it gonna, as NX. It's going to be like the Wii. Dolphin. <laughs> also, here's the thing. It's, uh, a, it's a preview trailer. So it's not a Nintendo Direct. So I don't think they're going to be talking to us about features or anything. I think it's just going to be like... Would it be, Th uh, this is what it is. Are we even going to see games for it? I'm bugging the fuck yeah, out right now. Wait, I'm you, really hyped right You already now. know that there's going to be, what, Pokemon? I mean, we don't know what it looks there's like. Gotta be obviously, there's got to be Zelda, a Mario. Obviously. There, there's obviously a Mario. I mean, there will always be a Mario. Um, <laughs> there, there will, will always, always <laughs> be a Mario. Um, wow, people are freaking out. Dude, this is fucking crazy. Do you understand that this is like a, a Yo, monumental guys, anything, shift in the if industry If anything could happen to commemorate the is 50th it? episode of the Zero Review, it would be... An announcement for an NX announcement. Wow. An announcement am, for an announcement. I am fucking stoked right now. Sorry yeah. for the language listeners. Explicit. Deleted. I've, I've dropped I mean, F-bomb like five times. Yeah, same. Okay, sorry. I'm not going to lie. So I, many people are just commenting, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, man. Wow. That's so uh, awesome. Wow. Okay. I don't, get, I don't get memes sometimes, man. That's awesome, though. Like That's awesome. I don't it, really, it, I never I didn't I had like zero hype for the the 4.5 slash like PS4 Pro. I don't really care about the Scorpio. Oh wait, now it it says it's confirmed but to be NX. a three minute trailer. Please be the hype we deserve. This is Tim Geddes fucking <laughs> tweeting. He's That's just hilarious. Below it on the wait, thing. Wait, so is it gonna be? It's it's just a preview. What do you think is gonna be in the preview? There's definitely gonna be an image of the NX, right? We're gonna see what it is. Right. I think we'll, it will. Do you think... Well, see, here's the thing. Like, I'm very nervous about this because Nintendo dropped the ball hard on the Wii U in... You're going to say it's like the Wii U, but with an S. So but I'm saying, like, in, in, in trailer format, they fucked up with the Wii U hard. Like, it was almost impossible to understand the value of what the Wii U would no, do. No, the tablet. In a that was the value. Well, like, nobody knew what it was. Tablet. They well, thought it was like an expansion. But I'm saying, the like, but I'm saying yeah. think about the original marketing for it when, I mean, when they had like an expansion? The, the screen of it in the bottom corner. Like, it was, it was bad. I didn't know what the... F I, I, I saw it. Attention nobody it. thought it was an expansion, but I'm saying they did a horrible job marketing it because like, how do you show like what's on the TV and what's on the... Like, think of any Star Fox Zero commercial. They were all terrible. They were all terrible. That's awesome! Wow. Um, uh, it's just Toad bugging. So I'm, I'm really. Can people see that. I'm really interested in. There you go. <laughs> the internet is hilarious sometimes. Shane, I mean, even Shane just says tomorrow it's time. <laughs> Shane's our other writer. I fucking love Shane. Shout yeah. out to Shane, man. Um, this is ridiculous. I'm so excited. We've got to see at least one game. <laughs> what do you think would be the bomb drop game? I'm I'm gonna put this out there. Mega Man Legends the, three now. At the NX game. announcement, there need like Smash Brothers like five. Zelda's gonna be a killer app. We know that. I think Nintendo needs at least like three 
blow it out of the park no, ridiculous no, no. need to buy games. It Zelda, there has to be three. I mean, if I can play Zelda Breath of the Wild portably, like that is sweet. Like that's yeah. fucking awesome. I could be in bed, but it's like okay, with that fucking TV okay, so, on my so, stomach and just be like clicking around on these controllers. Uh, but Zelda's great. <laughs> oh shit. What else? What was that? Was um, like, <laughs> but what uh, what would be the next game? What's a game that you're gonna? Like, I mean, think if they about show us what Pokemon like, is, but you're gonna. What if it's just like Pokemon Sun thing, and Moon? If they're gonna preview another Pokemon, how are they gonna, gonna preview another Pokemon coming would, out? Like, oh, there's a press. That would cannibalize there. There's a fucking press release too. Is it really? Did yeah. we get emails? Fucking IGN is not linking to it. They're just like in the press release. It said this. Well, I mean, I'm on their fucking list. <laughs> Sorry for the language, everybody. Um, I mean, NX is a big deal. Like, this could be make or break. Well, I wouldn't say it's make or break, but no, it's the first world. console under the new president. Wow, I got a lot of emails. That's. <laughs> I just saw one that was like, which candidate during the debate tonight will mention the NX? <laughs> <laughs> Is the debate tonight? It's happening now. Wow, now. there's a lot of really awesome things happening right now. So we got a response from HyperX, yeah. who says that they might be uh, interested in doing stuff for Extra Life. See, guys, this is this is what it comes down to, really. You know, the three, out, three years of progress that TZR has been uh, undergoing right now, it's all been lots of hard work, but... Apparently it's you know turning around you know yeah we're doing man fuck people email us <laughs> about stuff yeah okay we get anyway. a random text message saying that yeah NX is gonna be tomorrow at 10 a.m. yeah that's fucking amazing I'm freaking out right now but uh, are okay. you like I'm freaking the fuck out right now do you actually right care enough yes. about this yes Pots, I'm yes, so, so turned here it comes, guys, by everything video yep, games by comes. everything video games no not by everything video what's up. <laughs> no, I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Just, um, I have been so. Tr- I was come. such a Nintendo fanboy up until the, the mm-hmm. when the GameCube ended, and they have just, <laughs> just they have just fucked me over and over and over again for the last like ten years. So I'm like NX, that could be fun, but I don't know that I care anymore. I am more confident in Nintendo's ability to blow us away. About really? I'm confident. What are you doing? I'm confident in their ability to <laughs> blow it. I, nah. I mean, they, they've shown, really they've okay. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna agree with him and say my expectations for tomorrow are actually set here. Kind of like hang on, on the safe, ground. Hang on, which makes me excited because I think here's, fine, here's, here's, here's my mentality. Mind. That's great. I was gonna say here's my That's mentality. Really right? right. I mean, they murdered, murdered with the Wii. Right. So but they by could, accident. Hang on, hang on. That by accident. accident. That was totally by, by accident. accident. Okay. 3ds is still killing it. 3DS has been a consi- 3DS is the only thing keeping them alive. Abs- well, we say that because they could have af- they afforded to fuck up with Wii U. Also, they, it's I'm because saying, of Japan. I'm saying they fucked up Wii also U. Also because of Japan. I'm yeah. 100% sure that, have like you been to Japan like since the ev- 3D- everybody has a 3DS. Go to Starbucks. <laughs> People aren't reading books in fucking Starbucks, man. Yeah. They're all yeah. sitting across from each other with 3DS. Here's, here's my point which though. Which is awesome and Nintendo I need to move to Japan. Nintendo could afford to fuck up with the Wii U, but because of how bad they fucked up, I think they realize that they cannot afford to fuck up but, again. And this console But if there is one thing I know about Nintendo, it's that they do not learn from their mistakes, and in fact, they usually embrace their mistakes and make things worse for I themselves. I, okay, where are you pulling this like wh- what are you talking about? No, 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 no. They don't embrace well, their mistakes, the but they will say and they will back console. up the their mistakes. I'm, fant- I'm talking post-game. No, no, no. All it was was Wii, Wii U, 3DS. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. Done. Whenever, I mean, this is the way Nintendo and, like, Reggie, like, spins things. Like, whenever something comes out and they're like, this is fucking janky, and why are you innovating for the sake of innovating? They're yeah. always like, Nintendo has always been a company about pushing forward, you know, being different. Yeah, pushing and forward, doing things right that into are the unique. pile of garbage. And like, yeah, no, exactly. And, like, I, I understand where you're coming from because there's never anything where Nintendo 
Nintendo has ever accepted the fact that they fucked up. Yeah, they're always they like, never, this was a great decision! They, they you guys never, are wrong. No, exactly. You just, you just aren't satisfied with your Wii U and had a yes. really bad experience with Star Fox. Yes. Yeah, those two things in isolation does not make me think that Nintendo point. is a failure as a company. There was a point. Like, no, I don't think that they're a failure. I think that they innovate for no on. reason, there and was, they that is their business I, I th- model. I think this is what there Chad's was, getting no, to. No, there was a point at which when the Wii U was out, and I remember you guys and us, we were all talking about this post like two years ago. Where we were like, well, actually, I don't play with my PlayStation or my Xbox anymore. I've only been playing my Dude, Wii. Dude, I, I have had so a I don't great... Really think, I've had a great time with my Wii. And I've gotten my... Well, I mean, I got my I can Wii's arguably present, say that still, I, like, I own all three new age consoles or whatever, and I can honestly say I've had the most new age. fun. But, I've had the most fun with my Wii U. Of your 11 Wii U games, how many of them are Mario games? Well... Like, eight? I was gonna say, off the top, like, the main games that I'm talking about having fun with, uh... Smash. Smash, obviously. Mario, Mario Kart 8. Mario Smash. Game. Uh, so 3D was Land. Fun. Oh, wait, Skyward Sword that... was in that. Uh, yeah, 3D Land. That's a Mario game. Or 3D World, I'm sorry. Yoshi, that's a Mario game. Whoa. Well, alright, that's not fair, because also wait, anything right on Nintendo Mario has Maker, been... Bayonetta 2, Mario. fantastic game. Bayonetta um, 2 was one very smart thing that I actually didn't, did. I didn't. I didn't play that yet. It's an incredible yeah, game. That, even that, that was, even that, like I know there's always like the oh, but it's old. That was like some, <laughs> that was some like Netflix shit there where they were like oh oh did you cancel something that everyone loves? We'll just rescue that and make all the money. Yeah, Thank totally, you. totally. Like I don't know. Is that how that happened? I did yeah. not know that. Well, yeah. well, wow. Platinum wanted to make the game, but oh, no, oh, no, 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 but they couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, so then yeah. Nintendo, okay. was like, oh, Nintendo was like, good. "We'll do it. Just only put it on the Wii." Yeah, <laughs> guys, I'm sure we could debate Nintendo all night, but we have hit the end oh. of this podcast. The end of our first live podcast. That was a great ending and a great way to commemorate the 50th episode. And I totally this was think so. Man. Easy. The hype is we real. We should do man. this. Let's so get like a U-shaped table. <laughs> like, can you just buy all this stuff? Just yeah, get a U-shaped yeah. table, yeah, and we just, just I'll just I'll just, yeah. I'll just cut this. Uh, it'll if we be could great. just hang the mics from the ceiling. So, okay, so hang on. Before we wrap up, when, I think we need to do some self-promo stuff. Okay. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say when is this gonna go live? Because it's gonna be after the that, right? the audio is going to go live tonight. Okay. So the video will go live so tomorrow. People could presumably listen to this before the Nintendo. So, I, I could actually, I could technically put this live. If we go totally uncut with this, I can put this live tonight. I think if you get the I mean, audio live, if I you throw it live, we, I don't think we need to rush the video. All right, we can talk about this. Yeah, okay, anyway, time. anyway. So before we wrap up, we have to do some self promo. So, guys, <laughs> listeners, viewers, all you wonderful people. We are closing in on a massive event at the end of this year. Of course, I'm talking about our Extra Life stream. Extra you mean Life. At the end of this month? Beginning of I next month. It's like literally in two and a half weeks. <laughs> Extra Life is a organization that raises money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. I it's just said children. Kids. Very weird. Um, it's for the kids. And this will be it's our really third year participating in the Extra Life uh, 24-hour uh, charity stream. Now, last year, we raised a lot of money. We did really, really great for people. If you want to raise money, you can go to extralife.com to start your own team, start your own stream. But if you want to support us, you can check out our stream on twitch.tv slash Review on November 5th, all day long. Starting at 7 a.m. Starting at 7 a.m., going all day long. Um, Chow, why should they watch our stream? Woo! Well, luckily I was prepared for this question. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. So basically we're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of our TZR art, uh, writers and other people that like work with us are going to come in and leave. But essentially Justin and I are going to be manning it from 7 a.m. till whenever 
we feel like shooting ourselves in the head because it is a lot of work, but it is a lot of fun too. We tell do it for about, the kids. Tell me about what what they might what they might win. Charlie. Yeah, no, okay, I, I was getting to that, Justin. <laughs> the other reason why you should be coming is because last year, okay, so uh, two years ago we made what like ninety bucks, and we were like, yay. Last year we did a little like prize scheme, and we wanted people to like scheme is not the wrong word. Scheme themed. Extra life. Okay, there you this, go. This is for charity, guys. Anyway, yeah, so more or less, we did hourly giveaways starting, I think it was at like 10 a.m., yeah. going on for the rest of the night. And at the end, for every dollar that you put in, gets you like essentially a uh, like a, a raffle ticket. And so if you put in $20, that means 20 raffle tickets. And then we have thresholds for like every like prize. So whenever we, when the total amount gets to like 50, we unlock like you know, headsets. And at 100, we uh, have like pro controllers. And at like 200, we have like, you know, pre-orders of video games that haven't even come out. And maybe even at the very top, which we haven't decided yet, will be a pre-order for a new Nintendo NX. Some, yeah. some Twitch streamers, when they hit these uh, marks for donation, will do things like shave their heads or, you know, wax their chests or some bullshit. We just give you guys free stuff. Really great stuff, too. So just you want to shave his head, though. It's not all bullshit. To, give, mean, you, to give you the sum up, every hour on the hour, we are giving out free Steam games. Uh, it's not okay. Yeah. Every hour on the hour, we're giving out Steam games. Beyond that, for everyone who donates, you will be entered into a raffle to win a plethora of awesome prizes, which we will give away at the end of the stream. So if you're thinking about donating, please come by to our stream. Consider donating to us. It's uh, I will leave a link in our description to our actual page, which you can donate to now if you want to. Um, but definitely tune in on November 5th to check out our live stream because it's going to be totally awesome. We'll all We have a whole bunch there. of events already planned out. We have the PSVR already, and we also have uh, a bunch of games that we want to really play. Mecha, you did a great job on the frame. You should come out just to check out Mecha's frame. I mean, frankly, I mean, be this cool. frame is yeah. awesome. Like, it's really great. Um, <laughs> like, you can come out. You don't have to give us money or watch. Just, just look at the frame. Just check it out. So It's for the kids. So keep that it's on your schedule. November 5th, Extra Life Stream, twitch.tv slash the zero review. Uh, also, if you have any questions for the podcast, you can reach us at podcast at com. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, all of that great stuff so you can stay totally up to date with this. If you guys liked a video podcast and you want to see more of these, let us know in the comments. Shoot us an email. Let us know because we will do this again. It and what is, do you think about the Nintendo NX? Oh, my goodness. What do you think you do? I, yeah, mean, I mean, at this point, you've all seen it already, so let <laughs> us know what you think. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, shout to the heavens how awesome it was or damn it to hell with its stupid I really innovation it's for no reason dude i'm fucking I really stoked. hope it's gonna be it's good a, it, i really it only works if you're running yes that's stupid that's <laughs> that's exactly I the just, kind of bullshit they would do uh, well, well i guess we'll find when out I, when i heard about the leaks all i could think about was man my plane trips my flights are going to be so much more fun yeah that's all i thought about Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Please check us out on all of our social feeds. Check out our news and reviews on thezerorevue.com. And tune in next week for a new episode of the TZR Podcast. We should do this again. I think we should, too. Hands in, guys. Thanks, everybody. No, I'm just joking. That was all right. See you guys on the next one. <laughs> oh.